This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. I can't wait to talk with my partner, Gordon Damer, about a great weekend of football. And we'll talk a little Knicks, too. Come on and join us at 1-800-919-3776. Also, join us via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM along with JP and Big Daddy Ty. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Hey, Gordon. Larry, how we feeling? Oh, I'm still riding high off two really good days of football, my friend. Oh, for as bad as last weekend was. With all the blowouts, you know, the question coming into this week is, you know, what is the NFL going to do to to kind of win us back? Not that they need to win us back over, but you know what I mean? Like kind of entertain us while they certainly gave it. And they did it in the perfect way, right? The best game was the last game. You you wish it was something more to have. And uh, it was a wild weekend of football, man. It was unbelievable how good of games these were. They really were. And, And you know what? Even if the games weren't good, there were great moments in all of them. That, that was the really good thing, right? You know, that, that was the big, great moments in all of them. I mean, <laughs> I, just kept, I just kept listening to your voice. Every time I heard uh, Los Angeles, the Rams just dominating. Oh, Darnold, boom. Uh, you know, just, just, just Miller, sack, Darnold, sack, Brady, bloody lip. Oh, it was just great. And then... They tried to give it away. (laughs) They tried to give it away. Fumble! fumble I felt like I was watching the, the, uh, what was it, the 2016 Falcons? Whatever (laughs) year, 2018? Whatever year that was, the Falcons just blew it in the Super Bowl. Oh, my. It was was a comedy of errors. And, you know, we talked last week about the, you know, you asked me which game I liked the best. I liked the Rams. I liked the money line. And when you're winning on a bet, you know, you feel so much superior to everybody. You feel like you're – I knew that this was the way the game was going to happen. And then when it starts to turn, and it starts to turn against that guy mm-hmm. who you you have to kill dead. You got to kill him. You know, it's like the, the monster movie, right? Like That's if you right. just think the monster's dead, he's not really dead. When it starts turning like that, you just start questioning everything about your, your personality, about your, your very being in life. Why, why am I this way? Why do these things happen to me? But luckily, we were able to pull that one out. And I actually had a pretty good weekend uh, on the betting side of things. Did you really? Yeah. I got right. three of the four. The, the only wow. problem was the one I got wrong was the Packers, and that was the one I had the future bets on, on Super Bowl and everything else. But, you know. Wait, 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 wait. You How did you get that loose. one wrong? You were going for the Niners. Well, I picked the Niners this week, but before the season, oh, okay. before okay. the season, I said, you know what team is going to the Super? Gotcha. What team do I think is going to win the Super Bowl? And I thought the Packers, and uh, that did not turn out, Larry. No, it did not turn out, and that's what Big Daddy Ty and I were talking about. And you know, look, we'll get to the Knicks in a minute. I got to get my football Jones with with, with Gordon first, uh, and that's what Big Daddy Ty and I were talking about. Gordon was, you know, that there's there's no really good time to have a bad game. But 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 this weekend was the worst possible time for you to have a game like that where where you just couldn't get it done. I mean, Gordon, in your building, yeah, you're supposed to be able to. Ha- you deal with this weather all the time. I mean, and, and listen, and Jimmy G, they tried. Right, Jimmy <laughs> and, G didn't do a whole lot. He was there. He, he was didn't. he was a bystander. He was like the people at Lambo. He was a, a spectator <laughs> on that ride. But look, I, to me, no single player had more riding on this weekend than Aaron Rodgers. 38 years old, number one seed in the NFC. 
You don't know how many more cracks you're going to – you're not going to get any better cracks than this, right? Home field, an excellent team, a team that's played well. He's the reigning MVP. He's the overwhelming betting favorite to win MVP. And there's just no other way to say it. He had an absolute flop of a performance. 58 total yards in the second half. Three mm. points. Look, the Niners' defense is excellent. Yes. They they, they played it, and they, they did so many good things um, defensively uh, in, in terms of secondary, in terms of – and a banged-up secondary, but, you know, slowing Rodgers down. I, I can't give all the credit to the Niners. No, um, no, no. No, Rod, no, no. Rodgers was absolutely – miserable in that game and you know when you'd see a Peyton Manning you see a Tom Brady and things are going wrong you're mm-hmm. going to see them on the sidelines screaming at people yelling at people Rodgers is just so it almost is like it's beneath him his personality it's almost like it's beneath him to to, to get up in people's faces and yell, start yelling and screaming and that's what I would have wanted if I were a Packer fan so, I mean, what a, that's like the worst way for your season. You know, if you're a fan, it's been a long time since you've been in the Super Bowl. It's been a long time since you've been waiting. You know, every year you think, oh, this is the year for the Packers. Mm-hmm. They've got Aaron Rodgers. They've got a good team. Mm-hmm. And now this might be uh, – that might be it for Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. It certainly seems like that's the way things are trending. So, Gordon, you thought that more than Matthew Stafford that this was a weekend for, for Aaron Rodgers had to prove something? Well, look, I, I, Matthew Stafford has to go and win a Super Bowl. Right, like mm-hmm. he won a game and he played well, but I don't think it. Whatever your opinion of Matthew Stafford was, it's kind of the same thing. Aaron Rodgers, to me, to match what his greatness is in our minds, has to win a second Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to get one. Look, it'll depend on where he goes. We don't even know that. Maybe he's back right. in Green Bay. Maybe they figure things out. I don't mm-hmm. know, but. It's almost impossible to have a better shot. He's playing at the the peak of his level, right? The peak of his career this year. He's he's the odds-on favorite to be the MVP. He's already the MVP, and he put up. Just, I mean, that is as bad a performance from a star play, star quarterback. Brutal, brutal. It was brutal. And and you know what? Like last year in the Super Bowl, when Mahomes played poorly. You knew why, right? He's running for his life. The offensive line can't block anything. That wasn't the case. I mean, yeah, they got some pressure on him, but he had time to make plays, and they did nothing. And they scored so easily in that first first drive. They did. Right down the field, Mm -hmm. seven points. You think to yourself, okay, strike up the band. Here come the Packers. And that was basically their night. They were done at that point. That was it. And listen, (laughs) special teams didn't help them out, but Gordon – Special teams has been an issue for them all season, so you weren't surprised. No, no, not surprised. But to me, if, if, you're, if your team is giving up just that one touchdown mm-hmm. with their offense, I, I, don't, right. I, I can't say I understand it. I mean, it, it, it really does fall on the quarterback. We give the quarterbacks plenty of, of praise when they do well. Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes is all world, everything. And that's another thing. Yes. You know, I'm saying that uh, Rodgers is the MVP because that's what the betting lines say. Mm-hmm. Or it might be Brady. He's kind of the second choice. This is almost like when Jordan was playing. Yeah. It like, they would give year, the right? MVP to somebody else, but Jordan was the MVP. I mean, who are we kidding? Mahomes is the MVP. If you were starting a team right now, you're yeah. telling me anybody would take anybody other than Patrick Mahomes, number one? He's Get great. out of here. He, he I mean, great. he's unbelievable. And I will say this, though. Out of respect, I I might pause a second and think about Josh Allen. I might pause. 
Boy, well, he, I might he pause was, and think a second because of his physicality and how he runs over people, which I think is going to get to him somewhere a little bit down the line because I thought they did that a little bit too much uh, yesterday, uh, last night. But, you know, I, I would – I would, I love Patrick Mahomes. I agree with you a thousand percent. But I might pause a second and say, Josh Allen, hmm. I just might, but I would take Patrick Mahomes just like you. Well, they were they put on a show last night, that's for sure. I don't they think really anybody did. was uh, complaining about the late start for NCIS Hawaii. I don't no, think anybody no. was saying, you know what, where is NCIS Hawaii? I, I, gotta, I mean, that was uh, unbelievable last night. As good a playoff game as you'll ever see in the world. Unfortunately, the Bills' defense did not uh, step up when they needed to. No, they didn't. And listen, uh, Kansas City's defense wasn't that great either. Nope. Uh, because they still haven't they still haven't found Davis. Davis is still <laughs> running free in the in the Kansas City secondary. Oh look, he just scored again. I mean, <laughs> Gordon, I, I, can, how if I am Tyron Matthews' agent, I am calling Kansas City right now and telling them he needs more money because when he went out, the the conversation, the communication in that secondary was gone. It was gone. Gordon, he was. I mean. There was nobody around him ever. No. Ever. No. And I knew that DeAndre Baker was back in the NFL. I knew he was with some team. I didn't know it was Kansas City. I certainly got to see plenty of DeAndre Baker, not during the live portion of the game, but the Mm -hmm. replay portion of the game. I got to see him trailing the receiver a bunch of times. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what just what an incredible game. And it, it's such a shame that it seemed like listening to the different shows today that the fallout mm-hmm. of that game was we got to change the overtime. No, that's rules. not the fallout of the game. We got to change this. <laughs> no, we got to no. change that yeah. when, you know, you, you had I mean, the Bills had it right there. You had Stop it 13 em. seconds. Stop them. Right. You know, this is not baseball. Baseball's no. the sport <laughs> that has the ups. You're up. I'm up. Your mm-hmm. turn. My turn. That's not the way it works in the NFL. If you play, you know, really when you think about it, if you can if your defense can just simply get a 3 and out, that's a huge advantage in overtime, right? It like is, if sure. you can if you kick the ball away, you get they're going to be probably deep in their own territory. If you can get a 3 and out, you get the ball back. You're almost I mean, you might be at like your own 40-yard line at that point and you're 20 yards away basically from getting into field goal range and winning the game, but Unfortunately, the uh, Bills' defense did not step up. And, and, and look, for Bills' fans, oh, oh my God, that has to be it's absolute torture. You know why? Because you thought it's 13 seconds. Nobody yeah. can do anything in 13 seconds. The no. game's over. We got it. We, we got it. It's into it, their we, building. Right. It's like a bet, right? When you yeah. think you've won a bet <laughs> okay. and you already got the money in your pocket, you already got the money spent, and then all of a sudden – it turns. It turns quickly. Oh, that is just sickening. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, I got a call last night from a distraught Omar from Brooklyn. Oh, it to be. No, 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 Gordon. No, 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 no. A new level of love. No, 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 no. He blames himself for well, the Bills' loss. Okay. Well, what's his reasoning? I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismiss it out of hand. What what was his uh, what was his? He take? says it must be the things he's doing in his life. Yeah. That, that is causing the Bills to lose, and that he, at his age, 
cannot take this abuse anymore. He is giving up his fandom of the Bills. Well, look, that, that's something you say in the moment. I don't know specifically any time recently because my teams have not been that close. But, I mean, you go through it as a Bills fan, right? Music City Miracle, wide right, yesterday. I, I mean, the losses that you've had in the postseason. Mm-hmm. They are all time. I mean, those are all. If you come up with, like, the top ten losses, they probably have two or three of them. And <laughs> and that one yesterday, that um, – that has to be tough. But you know what? That goes back to what I was saying about, like, when you're gambling and you're winning, you're thinking mm-hmm. to yourself, man, I'm, I got it. Am I better than everyone else? Mm-hmm. I think I am better. than." And then when it goes wrong, it's such a personal thing that you feel like it's your fault. It's something about you. You're obviously a mush. Yes. Uh, so I understand where Omar's coming from. It's a very, very difficult loss. But I would be shocked if in, I don't know, two, three weeks, Omar's not back on the beam. He'll be back on the beam. He'll, I he'll urged get back him, on the bus. I urged him to take a moment. I understood right at the, the immediate reaction. I got it. Understood. But he should just relax. Take a moment. Breathe. Let some time pass. He doesn't have to watch any more football this year if he doesn't want to. I, I'd understand. Oh, God. I don't know how you would, right? You know? But, you know, when when the baseball season starts in July. Right. Exactly. Then when training camps get to go again, I think he should reevaluate his position. I was trying to be there for him, Gordon. Yeah, no, I understand. I wish As I could. As a matter of fact, he said, tell you hello, which made me think he may never call. <laughs> <That's> a, well, <laughs> I will say, when, when he has had these losses in the past, and I, yes. I, I haven't talked to him you know, during one of these ones like this, but mm-hmm. uh, he generally has a, a tendency to kind of go off on his own, mm-hmm. you know, do a little walkabout. It's, it's a while before you hear from him again. So I think he might be going off the grid for a little while. He might be okay. shutting down the apps and the phones and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And, look, his phone's not that good to begin with with all the calls he makes. So we know this. The phone line is always a little sketchy. But hopefully Omar is doing well. And, you know, it's the, the Bills' loss, it's, it's as Arrowsmith once sang, you got to lose to know how to win. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like that in the moment. But no. when you win – you go back to all, this is for this. This is for the Music City Miracle. This yeah. is for, but, and, and, and the words of John Madden to kind of flip it the other side, when you lose in the playoffs, it's not just about the pain of the loss. It's the realization, I got to do all this all over again just to get back to this point. You don't and pick up the season at, no, <laughs> in no, Kansas City, right? No, and it just shows you how silly. Remember when, they, when the Bills beat the Chiefs during the regular season? They yeah. got, like, got so worked up about it. I mean, how meaningless is that now? And last offseason, it was about narrowing the gap between yourselves and the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. you narrowed it. You did. Now you got to figure out a way to get over that hump because it certainly feels like if you are able to get back to the same point next year, you're going to be facing the same guy. You're going to be yeah. facing the same team. For a while. Yeah, it does feel that <laughs> For way. For a while. He's and not going what? anywhere. <laughs> no. And you know what the other take I had uh, after watching – the games this weekend, Larry, mm-hmm. is, and it ties into the Giants. It's that I don't see how you can go out at this point. I, I think Brian Flores is a great coach. I think he would do a great job with the Giants. I don't know mm-hmm. how you can go out if you're looking for a head coach right now and hire a defensive, defensive coach. Can't do I, it, I don't know. <laughs> if, you're, if you're looking for, you yeah. know, some high level of success anytime soon, yeah. I don't see how you go out and hire a, a defensive it. guy. I agree with you. I said that last night. Yeah. I, I also said, boy – how far away are you from a quarterback that, that looks like those two guys if you're the Jets and the Giants? How far away are you? You've seen nothing. 
nothing that even resembles anything like that. Nothing for no. either one of them. For no. either one. And and listen, I get that. You know, you're hoping if you're a Jet fan, you're hoping. But you know, Daniel Jones, have you seen no, nothing? Nothing. No, I mean, look, they have a lot of work to do before they can even kind of get in the realm of, of playoff contention. So mm-hmm. who, who knows who will be on the team by that point? Who knows who the quarterback is? But you take a look at the AFC Ugh. between Mahomes, between Allen, between Herbert, and now you have Burrow. Joe Burrow. I mean, those are four guys right there. Yeah. If, if Brady walks away, which I don't think he will, but it's at least a conversation right now. And Rodgers, if he leaves Green Bay, if he goes to the AFC, I mean, you talk about – Why would about, he come here? I, I don't know. Stay where you are. I, well, I, I guess it's a, it would be a trade, right? So yeah. if it's a trade, the Packers aren't going to want him in the NFC, that's for sure. We don't want to no, see him. that's true. We that's don't want to see him anytime soon. So let's go send him to the AFC. The Broncos are the team that everybody – I mean, can you talk about those quarterbacks in the AFC wow. West? Yeah. Yeah. There's the- – <laughs> Listen, Carr and, and those boys, and and you know, good luck. Stafford. Good luck. I mean, you get one of you get win one win against that group. You you feel pretty good. You do. Unfortunately, you got to play them all twice. You're right. You're right. At least, real quick, Gordon. I I said it last night. I want to get your thoughts. My is the overtime rule. I know everybody's like, give them another opportunity. We kind of touched on it, but just to lock it in, for me, listen, it's very simple. This is the postseason. I don't. You don't get another chance. Stop them. Stop them. You have this was the number one defense Buffalo had. Stop them, as you said before. You've you just get that game. To be honest, that game shouldn't even have gotten to overtime. Okay, you no, should have stopped them before you even got to. To be fair, if 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 uh, which is unbelievable for because Butker is normally great. You said that game shouldn't have been close because he missed a, a field goal at an extra point. You said it shouldn't even have been close to the end of regulation. But nevertheless, you have to stop them, Gordon. I'm, I'm not for this. We got to change the rules. We got to no, no. It should be decided on the field, and so you got to make us. You got to get a stop. You got to figure out a way to get a stop somehow. I, there's no need to change the rule for me. I'm not changing it. It, it kind of makes me laugh in that you you gave up 44 yards in 13 seconds to give up a game-winning mm-hmm. field goal, and then you gave up 75 yards in the opening drive of the overtime. And and because your defense couldn't execute now, we have to go back and change all the rules somehow? And again, this is after you gave up a touchdown before the field goal where they went 75 yards in less than a minute. Yeah. So in the last three times the Chiefs had the ball, they ran five, three is 11. They ran 19 plays. They had yard, uh, drives of 75, 44, and 75. I mean, 44. The only reason why it was 44 was because there was only 13 seconds left. <laughs> if there was 18 seconds left, they might have went 75 again. <laughs> and so I just I, – I hate it. Uh, I, I think that – now, look, I would say if you're, go, if, you, if you're telling me I have to change it, I have to change it, I wouldn't hate the idea of playing an entire quarter – in the overtime, but then it runs into the same problem you just had. Yeah, it's a very good chance that it's going to be tied again. Uh, so I hate the college rule. Oh no, I can't I, do that. Yeah, and I feel they like still be lot- playing under the oh, college rule. Of course, exactly. <laughs> it would be nine hundred to to eight ninety nine. It does kind of feel like a part of it was that that was a great game, as yes. great a game as you'll ever see, and we just mm-hmm. didn't want it to end. Yeah, that's it. I didn't want it to end. Of course I mean, not. 
you don't want it to end. You want it to just keep going all night, but yeah. you can't do that. So no, no. I, I don't have a problem with the overtime rule. I know it gets brought up a ton. Mm-hmm. And I get we're prisoners of the moment, too. I get that oh, you're looking at a game like this, and, and as you said, you want to keep going because you had two great quarterbacks going at it, and they were just slinging it. They were having a ball. And the only thing I kept saying, quoting you last night, Gordon, finish this sentence. Who am I talking about? It happened last night. It happens all the time. He's always open. He is? Travis Kelsey. <laughs> he's, always, he's always open, man. And how he gets that wide open on that play, I'm thinking to myself, I, I get it. Tyreek Hill is a, just the absolute menace. Even when he got the, the catch before the Kelsey catch. Yes. Like, I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Here, you know, like, here he goes again. Threw up the peace sign. Oh, <laughs> Said bye. That, that, I mean, how fast are you that you are playing against the, the, the best of the best and, and you are able to – clown them in that way that you're just able to just run away from everybody and it's like Usain Bolt right when he's yeah, when he was yeah. running and and he's just like smiling at the camera meanwhile everybody else is the greatest runner that they've ever seen in their lives but this guy is just that much better so uh yeah a, a crazy game and, and Travis Kelsey's always open Tyreek Hill uh, can can go at can't any point can't be covered <laughs> It was just – it was incredible. It was and incredible. the quarterback is not too bad either. That's why that no, – remember that third good. down play where they had third and one and they decided yes. to bring in the backup tight? I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are you guys doing over there? Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if the Bills had had on, hung on to that win, if they had made it at that extra 13 seconds, uh-huh. we would have been talking about that play. Oh, yes, we would have. Goodness, yes, goodness. we would have. We definitely would have. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Robert is in Brooklyn. Robert, you're batting leadoff on ESPN New York Tonight. Uh, a quick question on the uh, on the uh, football games uh, over the weekend. The first question is on the uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Chiefs hates who I cannot stand. Aaron Rodgers is the most pompous, arrogant person in the world. I am so glad he lost. You know why, guys? I'm going to be honest with you. He ranked on the Chicago Bears all season long. We own you. We own you. He kept on rubbing it in their faces. But I got news for you, Aaron. The, the, the San Francisco 49ers own you. And they beat you four straight. And I am so glad that the Green Bay Packers are out of it. And they're bad in salary cap space next year. They're going down. The purple people eaters are taking that division over, and I'll let you guys go. Hey, Robert. Hi, Robert. Bef- uh, Robert, you still there? No, no he, he hung up for it. I got the feeling he was a Bears fan. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be still holding a grudge because Aaron yes. Rodgers was razzing the fans because the fans are razzing him. Oh, a Vikings fan. Well, the same thing. I mean, kind mm-hmm. of the same thing, right? I mean, he says he, Vikings, but, you know. Right. Uh, I, I'm Rogers with you. I, is, is tormented you know. his life, and he hates Rogers. I get it. Yeah. And then look, Rogers is arrogant. Uh, I, he I is. Get that. He is. He is. And listen, he's he's earned that right because he's been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he has been. He's been he's been uh, excellent in the regular season. But uh, yeah, I mean that that performance. Oh my God, that was such a bad. It was. Uh, and they scored so spot. easily in that first drive, and you're at home. Yeah. And that's another thing. I never want to hear about the home field at Lambeau Field. Oh, my God. Can you imagine going into Lambeau? It's going to be super cold. Mm-hmm. I've seen how many people go in there and win. It's true. It's like a regular thing. It's true. Ever since Michael Vick went in there. Michael <laughs> Vick. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a parade. Eli, obviously, Eli, has done yeah. it. It's been a parade going through there. 
Jimmy G was at least along for the ride. He was yeah. he was he was a spectator there. He saw what happened. I'll tell you this. If I thought I'm thinking if the 49ers are going to win this game, they're going to win it because the Green Bay defense couldn't do anything with the running game. That that was my thought process going in. I would have never thought that it was because Green Bay would have trouble scoring. There's no way I would have, there's no way I'm thinking that, Gordon. There's no way. No. No way. At home? And, and what were all the stats? Jimmy G has, has only taken two snaps in weather this cold when he was with Green Bay, when he was with the New England, and that was because he was holding for the kicker. <laughs> yeah. Didn't bother him that night. Didn't bother him well, he, was, he wasn't very good. He didn't really have a lot to do with it, but, you know, at least he didn't make it any worse. Hey, uh, he, he didn't throw a pick. Right. He, <laughs> he, didn't, he, he didn't go out there and, and give the ball up a bunch of times or anything like that. He did what he had to do. Yeah, uh, he got sacked a bunch. He got hit around pretty good, but you he know, Rogers twenty of twenty nine, two twenty five, no touchdowns, was sacked five times. Oh, and 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 Aaron Jones had a bunch of catches, and Devontae Adams had a bunch of catches. The they were the only two that really had catches. Mercedes Lewis had one, mm-hmm. and uh, Lazard had one catch for six yards. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Steve's in Tom's River. Hey, Steve, you're next on ninety eight seven. How you doing? How you doing? <clears throat> uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I had this idea that I didn't hear yet about uh, changing the rule with the overtime. Um, yeah, I totally hear that you know, we shouldn't make a new quarter. Um, I think it would be too tough on like the defenses and everything, and we might end up with a tie. Well, why don't you make like a longer break in between the fourth quarter and the overtime to, to let the defenses regroup? You know, you let the teams regroup, and I think the defenses would would just would have, would would have a better chance. You know, like the defenses were done; there was nobody stopping anybody at that point. If you made a like a halftime break, you know, and then the defenses come back in, and then you could play okay. normally. So, well, I think Steve has the same problem as playing the whole quarter. I don't think yeah. that the networks want the game to extend that long, right? I mean, they they want it to to kind of wrap up in the window, and and that game wrapped up perfectly, right? It was over mm-hmm. by ten fifteen, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, so but, but, they, but I don't but, think but that they want happy with the game. Thing. The people and aren't he, happy with the game, though. You know, no, they, well, they weren't happy, but they'll be there next Sunday. I mean, everybody can yell and scream all they want. We just made a change to the overtime. Everybody was complaining. Oh, blah, blah, blah. well, okay. Now, if you get a touchdown in the opening draw, and we all agreed, everybody's like, oh yeah, this is a good change. We could go with this. And then all of a sudden, one thing happens because we're enjoying watching the game. The game's a fantastic game. Now we got to change it all again. Now we got to make it baseball. Baseball is the sport that's trying to make itself football. It's trying to make itself <laughs> the NBA. Now football has become like baseball. You get a chance, and if mm-hmm. we get a chance, just play defense. Yeah, that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, the postseason. Okay, you, you can't – we can't extend stuff just because it's – you know, just because, well, you know, I want to see more. I get you want to see more. I get it. I, I get want it. to see more too. Of course. I really did. But this is the postseason. You're playing for a championship. I'm not going to sit here and start, okay, well, let's, let's extend it. Okay, no, you get a chance. To, no, you get a chance to, to get the football. And you get a chance to get the football. And you get a – no. This is a playoff game. Play some defense. Play some special Stop teams. Stop somebody. Cover the kick. Take care of the kick, go down there, play some defense, get a get a stop, get three stops, get the ball back, go win the game. You know, when I'm driving on the road with my kids and I, I'm trying, and there's a bad driver on the road, it's getting on my nerves, and I, you know, trying to keep it, not blow up, not use any uh, foul language. I, I'll come to the the statement of, 
why don't we just stick with the rules that we've all agreed on, right? Mm-hmm. Like we agreed that when you change lane, you, you use your signal. Or we, we agreed that if you're in the left-hand lane, the left-hand lane is for passing. We've agreed to these rules. Why don't we just stick with the rules that we have rather than coming with a whole fresh set of rules just to, for this specific instance, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would make a lot. It would make everybody's life a lot easier. And, and here's another thing. You shouldn't want to go to overtime. I, I like the fact that overtime is, is a real wild card. You might not get the ball. Yeah. You should be wanting to win the game in regulation. The, 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 the chance of overtime, I don't want it to be, well, we get to overtime, then at least we know we, we're absolutely sure we're going to get a chance to hand the, uh, the football to, to Josh Allen. And listen, <laughs> I would want overtime. I'd be like, listen, I don't think we're going to win this if it goes to overtime. Guess what? <laughs> win this in regulation, please. Win this in regulation. I, yeah, I, I mean, if it's so clear cut that if you yeah. lose the coin toss, you're going to lose the game. Yeah. Well, then don't go to don't 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 rely on that. Make sure you make enough plays earlier on in the game so you don't go to overtime. Exactly, that's what I would have done. Eli's in Washingtonville. He's next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, gentlemen, what's going on? Hey. What's up, Eli? Yeah, so uh, it's, let yeah, me guess, so, Eli. Before you start, it's all Aaron Boone's fault, right? <laughs> no, no. It's okay. the other coach, McDermott. Right. I don't know if you, if you caught the Bart, the Bart uh, and, and on show this afternoon, but I think Bart is, is the only guy that felt like me watching this game. Like, I I felt for this kid, Allen. I'm talking about the kid did everything he could to win that game. And the only thing he got won was the coin toss. The toy, the, you know, the coin toss. And I'm telling you, the swift kick, like, I was asking for that even before it happened. I, was, I, I turned to the people that I was watching this game with, and I was like, what happened to this kick? Why is it going in the air? Like, that standard procedure, kicking, kicking it on the floor, taking seconds <laughs> off the clock. And then you're going to give this not guy a the, whole, kick, though, Eli. the middle of the field when you have three timeouts? You, you, not a squib kick. Gordon like, and it, I it, talked about this insane. yesterday, Eli. Yeah, he talked about this yesterday. Thanks for the phone call. We hear what you're saying, Gordon. It can't be a squib kick because then you know if they cover, if they get you, it, you, well, they get it to fifty. I mean, again, <laughs> you gave up forty-five yards in thirteen seconds, and now we're going back. Well, you know, maybe we should have squib kick it. If you squib kick it, there's the possibility they wound up with better field position than they did. Yeah. Yeah. Or. It could take a crazy bounce, bounce out of bounds. They're already at the 40-yard line. And then what everybody said, what are you doing squib kicking? You, yeah. you can't defend 45 yards in 13 seconds? Play defense. you got the number one defense in the sport. And it's the same reason why Bills fans everywhere thought that they had won that game with 13 seconds to go. Because nobody's going to be able to make up that amount of yardage in 13 seconds. Yep. Patrick Mahomes could. Yeah, and did. I did. <laughs> and it's not a hypothetical. It's not. No, we saw him Mike do McCarthy it. thinks the Bills called the right defense after the fact, right? I mean, well, you know, Mike play. McCarthy's still trying to figure out 13 <laughs> no, seconds. It was the right. It was the right play call. <laughs> a quarterback sneak with 14 seconds left and no timeouts. Yeah. It was still yeah. the right call. Of course. I mean, 13 seconds. Come on. That's a lifetime. <laughs> at hardest to ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon, he says, Larry, if you don't get the ball at the start of sudden death overtime, your job is summed up in three words. Get a stop. That's what it's about. It's, it's football. Yep. It's football. It's go down, cover the kick, 
Yep. Force a three and out or force a, force a, a turnover of some kind. Mm-hmm. You get the ball back, and then you can win the game. It's not, ba- I, I, it's not baseball. No, it isn't. It isn't. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7. Hey, guys. What's going on? Buddha. Listen, maybe a couple of egg bagels, a little cream cheese and locks for all of the teams, you know, during the break between the game and the overtime. Maybe that's what they should do. Orange slices. Orange slices. <laughs> like mom used to bring to me, soccer. Man. Come on, Buddha. Hennessy. Let's really let's <laughs> Hennessy. Let's really see what they can do. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> I can go back to the old overtime personally. You know, I, I don't need all that 45 minutes after the game. Win the game, play defense, call the right defense, tackle somebody, do something. You know, um, you know, Gordon, you and I, you know, as well as me and Todd Butler, I just spoke to him, you know, when I called you guys. We had we had a spirited debate about um whether Josh Allen was that dude. <laughs> I thought he was. You thought he wasn't. Um, yep. I think I was right about that, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it took him a little while, though. I, you know, the, the, here's the thing, though, Buddha. I think Josh Allen is a perfect representation of sometimes these quarterbacks are not can't miss. Like, I think Josh Allen could have missed. Like, if he went to a different spot or they didn't put the, the, the necessary pieces around him, you take a look at him in college, you look at what his, his, uh, his completion percentage was. I think that he could have came into the league even with all his physical tools and he could have missed, but they've done such a great job of surrounding him and he's kind of grown into the role and, and gotten better and did whatever he did to, to improve his, his accuracy and everything else. Uh, but no, I mean, if you're talking Mahomes is clearly number one, you could make a very strong argument. Allen's number two. I think that argument is definitely fair. And I think that goes for any quarterback drafted, you know, as a New York city guy, you know, watching these games, um, and you guys spoke about it. I mean, a lot of people spoke about it. Um, when I look at the Jets and the Giants, you know, obviously I'm not really a Giants fan, but, you know, I don't root against them. When I look at the, 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 the horizon, uh, or, or we look at these teams and we say, which one of the two teams will be faster to be able to compete on that level? I have to look at the Giants and say that they will, you know, for a couple of reasons. You know, um, first of all, with the Giants, the Giants have more talent than the Jets. I mean, you know, getting rid of Joe Judge was addition by subtraction. And um, I hear all of these things about how um, Daniel Jones reminds people of Josh Allen. Listen, <laughs> Daniel, Jones gets, Daniel, Jones gets, Daniel Jones gets hurt running, uh, falling and get hurt. So that's yeah. out of the question. Yeah. So what I see with the Giants are, they're gonna, the new guy who comes in as a coach and a GM, they're going to bring uh, an established, you know, starting quarterback in there. That's going to instantly make the Giants, you know, better than where they were. Look at their division. I mean, Dak Prescott, you know, he's a regular season warrior. The playoffs have not been good. I mean, they're, they're poorly coached, and there's nobody else in that division. So the Giants have a real chance of competing right away. But when you look at the AFC, as you guys outlined, all those quarterbacks – the coaches with the quarterbacks. I mean, Herbert, we don't know what um, Staley is, but you got Lamar Jackson with Harbaugh. You got Andy Reid you got, um, with Mahomes. You got Allen with McDermott. Now, when we look at the Jets, Burrow. I mean, not only do the Jets not have talent, but listen, I love Robert Sala as a man. He's a good man. He is a leader of men, but in terms of being a tactician, when your team doesn't have the best talent, in order for you to compete, 
you got to be, like, buttoned up, super, you know, prepared and all of these different things. And it looks like it's going to be a very, very grease pole for him to climb, uh, you know, to try to compete in that AFC. And, you know, people will love to say, you know, well, look at Josh Allen and his first couple of years and look at Zach Wilson. You know, but Monty Jones said it the best. Zach Wilson is not Josh Allen. That's number one. But besides that, you know this town. Y'all know this town. You're not getting five years <laughs> to grow. <laughs> this is not Chia Pet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they're going to have to show something sooner rather than later, and it doesn't look good, guys. It really doesn't. You got to admit to that. They got a lot so, to do, Buddha. Yeah, it's <laughs> we'll almost like com- it's not apples and oranges. It's it's apples and refrigerators. I mean, they are mm-hmm. so. I mean, both these the Jets and Giants. It's like a different sport. And yeah. and we had Eli uh, in Washingtonville saying uh, before I, I saw the the little blurb for his call was that he couldn't mm-hmm. watch these games anymore. I'm thinking to myself, you couldn't watch these games after yesterday. <laughs> I I felt like I couldn't watch these games after watching the Jets and Giants all season. I mean, they yeah. are absolutely miles away. Yeah. That it's almost like ridiculous to kind of make a comparison. It's sad. You know what's funny though? It's I, I I think that it's almost a done deal that Dayball will, will be the the Giants coach. It just seems mm-hmm. like everything's kind of lining up that way. But what did I say to you before, Larry? Like if you're a good organization, right? You have to go offense. Unless you are like just a clueless organization that has no interest in winning whatsoever. And then I looked and on Twitter and I saw the Dolphins are getting uh, are interested in Vance Joseph, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. Uh-huh. I said, well, there you go. They proved my point for me. <laughs> no chance of winning anytime soon. So <laughs> That's funny. Anthony's in Bay Ridge. Hey, Anthony, you're next on 98.7. Yeah, guys, you know, I'm so sick. Of, first of all, big fan of both of you. I'm so sick of hearing about before I make my point about how unfair things were and ask, go ask Don Mattingly about sports being unfair. You know what I'm trying to say? Ask a guy like that who played his whole career and then loses in the first round of the playoffs is the only time there and then watches the Yankees win three out of the next four World Series. I mean, sports is just not a fair thing. It just is what it is. It plays out the way it plays out. But I, I couldn't agree with you more, Gordon. If I'm a big Giants fan. There's no way after watching these playoffs in this day and age you could go with a head coach who is not offensively minded. You have to go with an offense. The, the league is geared towards the offense. Anything is a pass interference. You can't touch the quarterback. You can't put your hands on a guy five yards down the field. It's geared towards points. And if you don't have a guy in your head coaching position who is – I mean, look at look at a look at the Forty ers coach. Look at the Packers coach. Look at the the Rams coach. These guys are young, offensively minded guys. You just have to go that way. And of course, the second most important thing is, and I couldn't. The gentleman who called just before me, he couldn't be more wrong. The the Giants and the Jets can turn their season around. Can turn their trajectory around very quickly. They have to hit on a quarterback. If it's not Daniel Jones. Say it's not Daniel Jones. You made a mistake. It is what it is. Let's move on. But you have to have two things. You have to have an offensively-minded head coach, and you have to have a quarterback. And if you get those two things in order, I think you're off to the races. I really do. 
Yeah, Anthony, I hear what you're saying, but it's, it, and thanks for the phone call. It's not that easy. No. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have had a quarterback right. by now. I mean, they've no, neither organization has ever had a, a lot of organizations have never had a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Most of them haven't had a quarterback like that ever. And no. it, 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 just finding that guy, we talked about with Josh Allen. It's it's that you can ruin these guys as well. They're not. It's not like you drafted Josh Allen and it was a guarantee that he was going to be what he was yesterday. His first year, he threw, he completed 52% of his passes. He had 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's right. You remember, though, uh, I think it was year two where they had the, the playoff game against the Texans. He looked awful. He looked awful. He, he was awful. a mess. But they, they put the pieces around him. They put him in an offensive line. Stephon yes, Diggs, you have, they you got have, him. Right. They, have to, they put weapons around him. Yeah. You, now you got to hit him the quarterback, and the quarterback's got to have a high ceiling, and maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's the rule that you look to. Hey, rather than finding a guy who's going to come here and be good right away, we got to shoot for the moon and get the guy who's going to be great if he if everything hits right. Maybe that's a way you change your mindset a little bit. But uh, they, no, I mean the Jets and Giants. It's just in terms of talent. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> got a lot to do. Oh my God. They both have a lot to do. And uh, and but although I will say, when you're looking at divisions, the Giants will have an easier division to deal with than yes. the Jets do. So yes. from that standpoint, yes, that's why I agree with Buddha. From that standpoint, it'll be a little easier, maybe a little quicker with the Giants, but um, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that quick. <laughs> it's it's like when somebody breaks up in a relationship. Right now, you got to work on you. Uh, yeah, they got exactly. more problems with themselves than they do with everybody else. Oh yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, with the final one, they did a good job of taking the corner away. And there's three options on that play. And Julius ended up with, in, you know, with, a, with a tough shot there. But that's you know, the credit to their defense. Tom Thibodeau. On the last play that had everybody scratching their heads, <laughs> the Knicks oh lost to the Cavaliers, 95-93. Hardesty and Damer till midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I'm, I'm going to make this quick and to the point, okay? The last second shot, did not, the Knicks did not lose this game with the last second shot. The Knicks didn't even lose this game when they were down 15. The Knicks came back, that's great. The Knicks lost this game by missing 10 free throws. Gordon, if you miss 10 free throws in a game on the road, you miss 10 free throws, period. That's bad. But when you miss 10 free throws in a game on the road, you don't deserve to win. And that's why they lost that game. You cannot continue to step to the line and just give away free opportunities, Gordon. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, and and the, the number one offender tonight was R.J. Barrett. It's 5 of 10. Nilla's Noel, 0 of 3. I mean, you can't miss free throws, Gordon. You're not that good. Yeah, Barrett hit a couple of clutch ones down the stretch to make it a little bit better. I mean, he had been <laughs> he had been uh, three Brutal. of eight before that. So, oh. yeah, I mean, when you miss ten free throws and you only take twenty one of them, that's uh, that's bad. And uh, that that the last two and a half minutes of that game, the Knicks' offensive possessions. Awful. I I I can't uh, I can't count the amount of times I said to myself, "What the heck was that?" Mm-hmm. 
And that's not that's not generally the review you you know if if somebody cooks you a dinner and you are handing out a review in a newspaper you said what the heck was that that's not what you would want if it was a movie that you went to see and you said what the heck was that that's not what you would be putting on the movie poster and the Knicks offensive possessions that one on the sideline there where the ball almost got batted away by mm-hmm. the defender right off the bat it led to uh, Emmanuel quickly shooting a forty foot three-pointer with 13 seconds left on the shot clock for some reason. I'm not exactly sure what that was. That last possession was bad. Even the one before that where R.J. Barrett ended up with a wide open three, well, maybe not mm-hmm. wide open, but a pretty good look at a three. Yeah. Uh, Julius Randle was just holding the ball and holding yeah, the ball. Like, do something. Do something. Move. <laughs> you know, the you clock the is ticking. We're under a minute here, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, it's this a mess. Just, the Knicks are, and and this is, and this is a, a, against the Cavaliers team that has played very well. But it was a Cavaliers team that was missing some some big pieces yeah, tonight. Jared exactly. Allen wasn't playing. Nope. Marketing was not playing. So no. it's uh, very frustrating, and another frustrating night for Randall. And I, mm. I don't know where. It's it's the same old story, right? It you is. come out. You come out right away. Don't look great. Third quarter, another bad third quarter, another night where it's tough to predict who's having the good night. R.J. Barrett was good. Mm-hmm. Was it good Fournier or bad Fournier? Oh, it was bad Fournier tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It was bad uh, Kemba tonight. It was, yeah. you know, Obi gave you something off the bench. He, mm-hmm. got, he got all the way up to 15 minutes tonight. That's right. Burks and couldn't hit a shot. Again. Quickly was one for 10. Grimes was. I mean, Grimes, Grimes was good. Yeah, Grimes I should mean, start at this point. I mean, right, but <laughs> there's nothing given with the Knicks no. outside of maybe R.J. Barrett, and even them sometimes it can come and go. There's nothing given on any given night that you can count on, mm-hmm. and especially when the bad performance or is as bad as that, they can't win games. They have no margin for error right now. No margin for error. Certainly not with 10 missed free throws. Mm-mm. No, you can't. That's why you have to hit your free throws. I mean, you get to the free, you do the work to get to the free throw line. Can you hit the free throws? That's all I'm saying. And can somebody just, Gordon, can somebody just wave at Kevin Love? I mean, can somebody just, if I Kevin, mean, Love, Kevin has Love has shot, if Kevin, Kevin Love, Love shot like that, uh, Kyrie might have stayed in Cleveland. <laughs> Kevin Love. Kevin Love is doing us in, Larry. I mean, what year is this? Come I mean, on. Kyrie might have stayed with LeBron. LeBron might have stayed the second time if Kevin Love had hit threes like that. I mean, it was just wide open, Gordon, over and over again. And they ran the – Gordon, they ran the same play. Same play. The screen. Well, why wouldn't he you? Step, he kept working. He, <laughs> he's he's working, screen. Larry. He makes one step to the side. Somebody's coming out waving at him. you know. And plus, it just looked like – Gordon, was it me, or did it just look like Cleveland was just much taller and bigger than the Knicks, and they never made the adjustment to that? I'm sitting, I'm saying to myself, you know, I know that Cam Reddish doesn't know a lot. He's not really good defensively, but can can he do – at least he would be a better matchup because what you're doing is when you switch off – I mean, Kevin Love is shooting over Alec Burks. One time he shot over Kimber Walker. I mean, that, that's that's an easy shot for him. There's no there's no hand up in the air. There's nothing. Yeah, oh. adjustments on the fly is not exactly a, a strength of. It has his, not been. No, it has and, not been. And, and given how they're kind of, not, I wouldn't say crisis mode just yet, but it's getting it's, it's close. getting a little close to that, right? It is. It is. If you're getting close to crisis time. The guy who's coming here without any minutes carved out and is coming off an injury and is kind of a little bit of a project to boot, I don't know how much playing time he's going to be getting. I don't see – not a whole lot. No. Not a whole lot. I don't think so. 
Tom Thibodeau afterwards, Gordon, questioning his team's toughness. For like a young guy to come in the league, and he's not perfect, but he plays hard on every possession. And there's a physicality to him, and there's a toughness to him. And those things are important, a competitiveness. And so there's a multiple effort. It's ingrained in him. He takes the right shots. That's important. It's a big part of winning. So, you know, and we need toughness. We need toughness. Yes, you do. He was talking about Darius Garland, Gordon, who was really, to be honest, they didn't do a bad job on him. He was 6 of 19. He hit the big three. Yeah, he had 12 assists. But he normally is a – he averages close to 20 a game. And so, really, he had 13. They really did – he got started early. He cooled off. They did a decent job with him. But he's right. His team didn't show any toughness. And what really hurt them, Cleveland got all the loose balls, Gordon. Every loose ball that just seemed like there was a Cavalier there before the Knicks were there. Every the, loose ball. And the Cavs were uh, Mobley, was it, that was going to the line, missing all those free throws yes. at the end there. Uh, they were leaving the door open. Yes. And the Knicks could not uh, could not find the doorway. They could not walk through. And, nope. and another loss where you're just kind of saying to yourself, if you're not winning, again, Cleveland's had a very good season, but that was mm-hmm. a game that was there for the taking, and the Knicks yes. couldn't take it. Couldn't do it. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs>